What's going on, everybody? Before we get started with today's episode, just want to give a quick shout out to NordVPN. You can use NordVPN to browse the internet privately, safely, and securely. It allows you to unblock all sorts of things, such as streaming services in other countries. If you sign up today with the GTD Sports link, which you can find in our bio and on our website, you can save up to 70% with a money-back guarantee. So make sure to sign up with the GTD Sports link today. This is the Going the Distance Podcast. Dude, I'm telling you, when I'm driving a fucking Porsche and living on a yacht, you're gonna be like, oh, I wish I got him in the top guy. You had two picks on two defensive possessions in a row, and you don't win the field position battle? Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? This is a fun show. <laughs> yeah, this is fun. Hello, hello, and welcome into another episode of the Going the Distance podcast. My name is Ryan Bennell, and alongside me is Elijah Spann. This is episode 44. It is October 7th. We're currently live on Twitch, YouTube, Twitter. Make sure you guys check out all of our other social medias. We are at GTD underscore sports. Other than TikTok, we are at GTDsports.com. Check out our personal accounts. As you see on the screen, I am at RyanBennell8 and Elijah is at ElijahSpan19. I just recently started posting on my personal TikTok. So, uh, you know, go follow your boy in uh, self-promotion reel there. But uh, anyway... We got a brand new GTD podcast network. We've mentioned it before, but as always, go check out all of that on our website at gtdsports.com. And last but not least, subscribe to the GTD Sports newsletter to keep up with email notifications and all that jazz. All right, got through all that. So got a kind of a shorter episode planned for today. We covered a lot on Tuesday's episode before. uh, Now we're in like the midst Mm of MLB baseball. We're going to be talking about baseball a bit more because as Elijah was telling me before we started recording, he feels that we mistreat baseball. We do. So we are, we're going to be talking about some playoffs, also some football news with Stefan Gilmore. Of course, our Taylor Fade favorite segment to make our gambling picks. And then for starters, some wild shit has gone down in the NBA. But actually, first, let's get some would you rather questions. I'll hand it over to Elijah to start things off. Yeah, so I don't know. Have you watched Squid Games yet? Oh, yeah. That shit's you have mint. It's beautiful. It's so good. Okay, yeah. I uh I watched I started it like two days ago and I stayed up till 5 a.m. last night finishing like the last six episodes because then it got really, really good. Um, dude, it is Korean, so good, bro. Koreans are killing it, man, in like TV and movies and shit. They make good stuff. Yeah, like Parasite. Parasite, Parasite was yeah. so good, bro. Parasite was good. So it lived up to all the hype. So here's my question. It's not it's not necessarily would you rather, but more of a would you. So let's say you owned a professional sports team, bottom of the barrel, like, I don't know, the Lions or, I don't know, just pick any Jaguars. shitty franchise. Yeah, Jags. Um, would you participate in the Squid Games? And if you won, your prize is that you get to do, like, a fantasy draft. Like, you get to pick every single player in the NFL that you want. Like, you get Pat Mahomes. You get D-Hop. With Tyreek and Travis Kelsey and um, Christian McCaffrey and like everyone you want. So I every you, not even just one pick, like the whole team. I get every single get person I team. want. It's your fantasy team, but like I have to actually go to Squid Games and participate. Yeah, there's a good chance you fucking die. <laughs> That's what I'm. Yeah, but then if I'm still just like staying as the owner of the team, there's a chance that we turn things around in like 20 years. I I don't think I would be willing to worth to risk death because 
knowing my scrawny little self, bro, I would get absolutely fucking murked in Squid Games. Ah, dude, the tug of war, it's about, it's mine. Oh, my God. Yeah, the old, there's no shot that scene would actually happen. Yeah, spoiler alert, if anybody hasn't watched it, there's a tug of war scene. I feel like everyone has watched that, though. Yeah, by now, everybody's seen it. I was late to the party. Like, it finally, I was against it, because usually, like, shit that's number one on Netflix is not that good. Like, Outer Banks, I'm going to be honest, it was corny. I didn't watch Outer Banks. It didn't really look like my thing. I didn't watch a lot of it. I watched, like, 15 minutes. I was like, this show's dumb. I don't know. Usually the stuff that's like on the top 10 list on Netflix sucks, but I watched Squid Games and Squid Games was like actually really, really good. Oh, it was. Did you watch it um, in dub? Did you watch it English or in Korean? Nah, I, w- I watched it in Korean. Okay, bro. See, because my I watched it with my girlfriend dubbed with English and mm-hmm. my roommate's been shitting on me because he's a big anime fan. And he's been giving me like some god complex that he's superior just because he listens to the original language. Okay. Fuck off, bro. I'm I, tired of it. I'm tired would, of it. I watch anime too, but I watch anime dub because like I fucking speak English. Exactly. And, I don't want to read but, a novel every time I'm trying to watch a show. But with live action shit, I watch I do subtitles because like I hate because their mouth never matches up. Yeah, it's not that bad, though. But, I mean, like, I kind of, like, got used to hearing their voice, you know? I don't know. I just kind of got used to it over time. But nah. there's a new one I've been watching, too. It's Japanese, not Korean. It's uh called Alice in Borderland. It's another, like, sadistic that. game type shit. It's really good. I just finished it last night. Yeah. The ending is fucking frustrating. But, yeah, it is what it is. Nah, dude. Uh, foreign shows are coming in. I, Dark is another show on Netflix. It's German. Apparently, it's, like spectacular so I'm, i might check that out now too dark oh yeah. i've heard of that actually yeah, yeah it's in german yeah i, I remember watch it dubbed like a yeah that's the way to do it bro that's the way to do I don't it think, not for live action but if you want to watch cartoons go for it i'm lazy bro but anyway um mine is kind of the same thing like would you do this for this so would you be willing to accept a million dollars cold hard cash but the catch is you would only be able to speak in cliche sports post-game responses, such as, oh, yeah, like, we'll get them next time. We got to regroup. We'll try again. Stuff like that. Like, um, if if I have a fight with my wife, I have to say, like, we're on to couples counseling every time they ask about a problem. Like, we're on to couples counseling next week. Thank you. Like, for my kids, you know. No further questions. You have to give 110% effort out there. So, you know. Just mono expression, no, no fucking, <laughs> or just joy in their eyes. Straight up cliche, all the, all the above answers of like, you know, it's all, it's a team effort, guys. Like, yeah, or like, what do you guys think you could do better? Oh, we just, we just got to get back to practice, you know, we get to, back in the rhythm to, of things. Like, no we shit. Have to for yeah. Oh, that's the one. Execute, bro. We, we execute. didn't execute tonight. That's the bro. Every time Family I've seen <laughs> sports, even like athletes will say that. uh that that's what they do in like, you know, whenever they're being questioned by the media, they'll just go to cliches intentionally because they don't want to say anything wrong. They don't want to sound yeah. dumb. So like makes sense. But I mean, a million dollars though, in this situation, what are you doing? The rest of my life. Yeah, I would do it. Cause I, I would make it funny. Yeah. And, and like, I, I feel like I could use it to entertain myself, to like piss people off. So it wouldn't be the worst thing ever, but it would suck. No. Yeah. Like, because like 
You can you do know, a lot like with a million dollars. Like if you cheat on your wife, it's like why you know, and you have to explain it to her. You're like, I just didn't commit to the run game. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. I was that keeping was, my options open. I was tough. I was keeping I was spreading the field, you know. It was RPO on that play. I didn't I didn't think about it clearly. It was a wrong read. Wrong read. That's on me. We'll get back to the drawing board. <laughs> don't tell the kids. Yeah. <laughs> No, nah, but anyway, in some kind of recent news, this one isn't super relevant right now. NBA preseason just got underway, but I saw this headline. I thought it was pretty bonkers. I wanted to talk about it for at least a little bit. So if you haven't heard about this, 18 former NBA players were arrested and charged in a healthcare fraud scheme. So basically, all these old old head NBA players from like the late two, like 2007 to 2009 were essentially claiming fictitious medical claims and dental expenses. Like one guy said while he was playing basketball in Taiwan, told the league that he was getting a root canal surgery for $48,000 in Beverly Hills, which I mean, which is kind of weird to me because in the grand scheme of the NBA, $48,000 really isn't that much towards like to risk going to jail for. I don't know. Maybe that's just me, but I thought this was kind of crazy. A lot of the payments they ranged from like sixty to four hundred twenty thousand per like fraudulent payment. Yeah, that's crazy. Well, I mean, forty eight thousand dollars. That's still like an average person's. That's actually yeah. That's fucking true. It's like if you're coming out of college, it's above the poverty line by far. Yeah, if you're coming like straight out of college your first year and you get a job for forty eight thousand, like that's not bad. Yeah, you know, like that's that's an entire year's worth of work. So for somebody to kind of uh fraudulent yeah it's kind of shitty no it is and it's one thing i was expecting it to be was like big name players but that would make it more relevant i guess if this was like you know guys like i don't know kevin garnett that are retired ray allen and stuff doing it but nope it's like terrence williams and tony allen were probably the biggest two names of the people and but all of them were like journeyman type players um, from team to team, like minimum contracts, role player type players. So, but my question is like, what the fuck did these guys expect to happen? If they're trying to finesse the NBA's medical system, like I'm sure the league has, you know, everything set in place to be able to catch these guys. I don't know. Maybe they just think that they're going to fly under the radar or like, why not? I don't. Uh, yeah, I, mean, I guess. 2017 to 2020 i mean it worked for three whole years dude i i feel like though it's uh i wonder if this has been going on for longer though and it's like these are just the first people to get caught probably or it's just something similar to this not even with just like the medical expenses but like because i don't even know how much the nba the nfl how much they really pay for for their players yeah i don't know i feel like there's so much shit like this that goes on that we just have no idea about and there's this is just like the tip of the iceberg yeah probably there's, I guarantee there's some sketchy shit going on in the NFL, though, that we don't know about. So these guys are going to go – are they Are they going to go to jail? Yeah, I think like 15 of them are going to jail right now, and then like three oh, of them are being like on trial or something, if I remember correctly. But a large portion, yes, are going to jail. You know, if I did have to pick a guy that played in the NBA to do time, Tony Allen might be one of those people. I would say. Do, do you even know Tony Allen? I hardly even recognize the name. He was the guy for the Grizzlies, right? Played for the Grizzlies for a really long time. Um, he might be, yeah. Defensive dog. I'm not 100% sure, to be honest. Tony Allen, let's see here. He played for a while, I know that. 
Like I said, most of these are just old head guys. Yeah, 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 yeah. He was Grizzlies. Yeah, he was on the Grizzlies for a long, long time. He actually like was just gonna have his jersey number retired by the Grizz. This oh, year. so he he's kind of decent then. Well, it was kind of like the most. It was one of those like WTF jersey retirements because it's kind of like, like yeah, Tony Allen was a good player for y'all for a good amount of years, but it's also kind of like he didn't really do anything except play really good defense. It's not a Hall of Famer. Yeah. Not fair enough. Now I just thought that was wild, like. Weird timing, too, to come out with that story. But in other relevant news, football news, Stefan Gilmore has been traded from the New England Patriots. Two-time All-Pro cornerback, 2019 Defensive Player of the Year, is now a Carolina Panther. How are you feeling about that? So it's kind of wild because at first it came out that he was going to get released. And then everybody was bidding for him. Yeah, well, he he did have a he had a deal in place with the Packers after he got released, and then I guess turns out he wasn't released, and then he got traded to the Panthers for a sixth round pick. My uh my my dumb fan brain too, since like we dropped um, Jalen Smith, I was like, oh maybe we'll pick up the uh, Stephon Gilmore with that roster bot. Roster spot, but that was just dumb fan. Brain. I think everybody wanted to pick up Stefan Gilmore with oh, the yeah. Every single fan For wanted sure. Stefan Gilmore. Yo, well, what I heard was that um, yeah, I did hear about the Packers falling through, but I also heard that since multiple teams were interested in him and in, like reaching out to the Patriots, that uh he got to choose his destination. Like the Patriots basically were like, Where do you want to go? And he chose Carolina because he played at South Carolina and he's from the Carolina area. Yeah. So he basically got to choose where he played next. Yeah, it's the second cornerback trade that Carolina's made. They uh, CJ Henderson, the ninth overall pick from last year from the Jags, and now Gilmore. Yeah, so, and they also picked JC Horn. I can't remember what his injury status was. I remember he got hurt. Yeah, like a couple that. weeks ago. Did he? Was it? Because it looked like it might have been an Achilles injury. I can't. I can remember. look it up. Yeah, I got it. JC Horn injury. What was it? Um, a broken foot. So that's like six weeks or something, two, like six to seven weeks, I think. Two to three months. Oh, shit. Okay. Well, so, it's like eight to 12 weeks. Yeah, so he'll probably be back for like a playoff push. Damn, that sucks, dude. Yeah. And they might, they're probably going to make the playoffs based on they're, uh, the way I, they're playing. I, I feel like the Panthers are going to be in the hunt. I don't know. Playoffs. It'll be close. No, I agree. Yeah. I think it'll be close. But they're going to be one of those teams that are going to be like right down the wire. When we see that cool graphic. Towards the end of the last couple of weeks in the hunt. The wild like card eight, race. There's like six teams right there that are looking for those two, those uh, three wild card spots. Panthers are going to be in that graphic. Yeah, no, I could definitely see that happening. No, but um, I kind of find it weird how this situation even came to be with Stefan Gilmore. Like he was one of those guys that I just attributed to uh, being synonymous with a Patriots jersey at this point, you know? Mm-hmm. So it's kind of weird how it fell through. Like he skipped minicamp in the summer. Um, he had a fat contract though, five years, sixty-five million. How much? Mm-hmm. Do you know how much the Panthers are paying him, or has that been announced yet? Um, they are just gonna. I think they're just taking on that contract that he has right now. He's in the okay. Final year, it was a oh yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah, because he was owed like seven million or something. But they probably want to re-sign him. Maybe. Yeah, they're, they're definitely going to want to. Yeah, they're definitely going to want to. 
Um, but a sixth round pick for a rental and Stephon Gilmore when you're trying to make a playoff push like Carolina is, isn't a bad deal either. Uh, Dude, that's never a bad deal. No. So really interesting. It's really interesting. But like the pack, the pit, the Pats and Gilmore have kind of had this dispute for a while now that he maybe could have get traded for, I feel like two years almost now that this was going to go on. Like it went on a lot last year and then they, they just, he just came on. Cause he, he kind of fell off ever since he was the defensive player of the year. Yeah. Is, you know, he had an outstanding season that year. I mean, you're going to fill off. That was the peak year. Um, he probably won't put up numbers like that again, but he's still a really good cornerback. So I don't know. It's just Patriots. You know, Bill Belichick is, he's like, if the player has three, uh, five good years left and he wants them for three of them. You know what I mean? So I, wait, is that Bill's logic? I haven't heard of that. That was that's the Bill Walsh logic, and Belichick definitely um, uses that. Interesting. Yeah. Why? See, with like Tom Brady though, if Tom Brady has five years left, I want all five of them. Shit. Yeah. No, that's a Bill Walsh thing. That's that's why Bill Walsh got rid of Joe Montana. I used to, I was a big NFL films guy, so like Football Life. I watched. Oh Bill, yeah. I watched Bill Walsh's, and that's like his big thing. He's like, players five left in the five years left in the NFL, four good left. I want him for three, and then I want to get rid of him. And that's how Bill – Yeah, because you can get a good price for him. That makes sense, yeah. Mm-hmm. That does make sense. No, but with Stefan Gilmore, how do you think he's going to um, – how do you think he'll fit in with the Panthers' offense – or not offense, defense? It's hard to tell, man. Like, these in-season trades, like, you never really know how they're going to pan out because the first two weeks or first maybe month is kind of like you don't really know – because they're still learning like the playbook and the scheme and how to play with other guys. Because like defenses play the, as a unit, you know. Yeah. Um, it's all about you know knowing like you can't just show up and play like basketball or baseball. You know what I mean? Like that's why trades aren't big of a deal either. So I guess we'll know kind of in six weeks. I guess would be the gauge. If he's playing like shit in six weeks, then oh no. But he'll probably be better than whatever they had anyway so good move by the panthers yeah no i agree i i was reading up on it and like how the panthers like to play um their zone heavy defense and like they like to like and on top of that they run a lot of uh front heavy sets like blitzes and stuff to pair with it but stefan gilmore is kind of known for his man defense abilities but at the same time i think that he's like of the caliber where he can go and fit in anywhere so i think yeah. that'll be fine He's professional. He's not Josh Norman. <laughs> as soon as he gets out of that zone concept. Um, yeah, he fell hard, bro. He's a clown in Washington, but... Everybody hated that guy, I feel like. Where's he at now? No clue. I have no idea. He's, he's not relevant. I He popped up somewhere the other day, and I was like, holy shit. <laughs> this guy's still alive? This guy's still playing shit? Yeah. All right. Now, let's hit some baseball. It's playoff time. Uh, I, I agree with what you said, though. We've disrespected baseball. These wild card games have been absolutely just super entertaining. Yeah. So, like, Rangers have been god awful. We lost 100 games this year. So, I really haven't watched any baseball almost whatsoever for the past like couple months. And so, I turned on, I've been watching the wild cards. Uh, I watched a good bit of last night's game and I was like, fuck, dude, we mistreat baseball so bad. Baseball deserves better. I will say right playoff now. baseball is different than regular season baseball. That's true. It is but, way better. But baseball is still kind of like pizza. Like, you know, 
It's 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 not as good. Regular season baseball might be like DiGiorno, <laughs> um, but it's still pizza and it's still good and it's still yeah. a damn good dinner. But like playoff baseball is like I don't know Mellow Mushroom or I don't know insert your favorite pizza place. Domino's baby. That's a Whoa! You know, whoa! Domino's is good. Domino's, but don't don't compare playoff baseball to Domino's. That's like saying, yeah, Little Caesars for playoff baseball. That's like that's in the same ballpark. You got to go higher end, maybe like I don't know, better than Domino's. (laughs) Maybe like like a fucking like Chicago deep dish, maybe or like Like New York. Who knows? Yeah, New York. Okay, okay, fair enough. Don't disrespect it with with bro. Domino's is my favorite pizza chain, bro. Fuck you. Is good. It's gas. Yeah, Domino's. I'm I'm not saying that, but like, don't say that about playoff baseball. Well, anyway, playoff baseball is better than regular season. That's a fact. We all we agree on that. The playoffs in any sport too, but it does. You do playoffs is the shit. Like every time I watch the playoffs in a sport that I don't watch as much as football, I'm like, fuck, this shit's good. And then I go back to watching the regular (laughs) season, and then it's never as good. Like basketball. I cannot watch regular season basketball. I can really only watch my favorite team, like the Heat. Or if it's like a primetime game, like say the Lakers and the Nets are playing at 7 o'clock, like yeah. I'll probably tune in for that because I'm probably yeah. going to throw some money on a few of the games too and, and want to watch them. So Yeah, that's true. It's just playoff basketball is just such a better better product than regular basketball. But oh, for we're, sure. on baseball. Yeah. we're on baseball right now. And we mistreat it. We need to do better as a country. <laughs> And we need to watch more baseball. Well, hey, it was packed last night. I mean, they yeah. like sold out. Dodger Stadium was packed. Yeah, I it was it was awesome. Um, I'm pretty sure the Strohs just killed the White Sox today. Or oh, right really? Now. I didn't even check that score. Let me make sure. Yeah, I saw a highlight on Twitter. God damn it, bro! Because I, I like, picked damn. the White Sox to go to the World Series. Dude, I'm telling you, bro. Like I said, the Strohs. Oh, it's six to zero in the top of the seventh. Fuck me. It's just the Strohs just always come through in the playoffs. Dude, I don't. I just don't. I'll never be able to pick the Strohs, bro. I hate the I, Astros. Everybody should hate the. I know you don't love the Astros, so. Yeah, nobody loves the Astros. Nobody should. Nobody that loves themselves loves the Astros. Well, people from Houston do, but. Exactly. <laughs> true <laughs> my point exactly yeah yeah uh, what a terrible place <sighs> dude fuck me bro i and you had the dodgers going to the world series and i had them losing in the first round i really thought the cardinals were going to win last night i had one unit on the cardinals plus 200 i thought that was really good odds um and of course in the ninth inning bro bottom of the night two strikes Two outs, one pitch away from extra innings. Goddamn, who was it? Chris Taylor. Chris Taylor hits a two-run bomb for the walk-off home run. Just mm-hmm. absolutely depressing for my bank account. Yeah, it was a it was like plus two hundred. Yeah, right? yeah. I almost uh, put a unit on it too. Dude, they were so hot, bro. They were so they were hot. hot. They were hot, and it was like, a great of, game. Like they yeah. played really close. Should wild card games stay at one game or should they do best two out of three? That's a good question. I think in the grand see, that's a tough question. Cause I think in the grand scheme of things, it would be 
like better results, more competition. If the wild card game was a two out of three series, I feel like mm-hmm. in the sense that whoever wins that would be the more competitive team for the, the you know, ALDS or NLDS series. Um, but I mean, I don't know. At the same time, the wild card single game is so exciting. Like they're going all in. The aces are on the mound. It's it's must watch. Like you have to watch that game. It's winner go home. So I don't know. That's really tough to say. What do you think? Yeah, there's there's definitely some elements to it because like on the one hand, imagine if the Dodgers lost last night, you had a hundred and six win team lose on a one game wild card. That would be kind of bullshit. But on the other hand, you're right. The one game is electric. Everything's on the line. So much fun. It's so fun. If you had a two out of three game series, like playoff baseball is our is very stressful on the pitchers and the bullpen. So what is what are those extra two games going to do to your arms? That's no, that's true. Yeah, because that's a disadvantage right there. But I guess you could argue though that that disadvantage is part of the game because you didn't earn a seed. You know, you're a wild card. Yeah, that's true too. You can make that argument too. So I mean, like, there's there's a lot of things to consider. I think that's definitely part of it because maybe teams were just like, "Fuck it, we'll just put it all in line for one game and then go for it in the DS" because we don't want our guys playing three games while their bullpen and their rotation has had. I don't know, an extra week of rest, which is a big deal for your arm and elbow. So that might, not, I don't know. I really like the the playoff format we had last year um, with the 60-game series where it's like, I can't remember. It was like two extra slots and then everyone Baseball was played. so weird last year. It was, it was. But like everyone played best two out of three for the first round. It was cool. It was cool. But then we went back to normal this year. I mean, yeah, we kind of have to now that, now that everything well i would say everything's under control bro but who fucking knows surprised that like nothing major has been canceled you know or any sporting events or anything fingers crossed fingers crossed shit keeping on trucking that that game last night too uh, on the walk-off home run it was also kind of uh wild because it was alex reyes the closer his first batter faced of the night and Mm. he had a pretty good season he i think the stat is uh Nine home runs uh, off seventy-two innings, which which is pretty decent. So he's a pretty good closer, and uh, I mean, I guess it was just big dick moment from Chris Taylor. So uh, Adam Wainwright too, the uh, Cardinals pitcher, he played a really solid game. He gave up only one run. Um, he gave up, I think, only like three or four hits, and then there was one, two. Did you watch the whole game? No, I, I didn't get to watch the entire game, but I watched bits and pieces. There was like a moment, I think it was the fifth inning, where the Dodgers had the bases loaded and he got out of it. On There was only one out, too, and Trey Turner was at bat, which is like not a good thing. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. he forced Trey Turner into a double play. So it was pretty good. Pretty good yeah. outing. Yeah. I mean, that's baseball. It's kick ass. But yeah, Dodgers are a unit. I mean, they're just so fucking good. They're just. They really are. On paper, I mean, their lineup is absolutely insane. It just it's doesn't unfair. even make sense. It's unfair. But I mean, hey, that's what that's what they want to do. They want to spend like the most or second most money in baseball, whatever it is, and win championships. Bro, and they probably want to win it this year too to prove that last year wasn't a fluke. Mm-hmm. With the Sixty game shit. Well, especially if your prediction of the uh, Astros and Dodgers World Series comes to fruition, they definitely will want to prove themselves again. 
That would be sick. I kind of actually do hope that happens. See, I wouldn't complain because I would in that scenario, I would just want to see the Dodgers 4-0 sweep them. Fuck you, Astros. Like, yeah. I would love to see that. And getting to see the benches clear in a World Series would be pretty kick-ass. Yeah. It would It would be sweet. It would be a spectacle. Yeah. No, but the, the next series, though, Dodgers-Giants, that's going to be a dogfight, bro. That's going to yeah. be the best series of the first round. of the. Wait, I forget. It's... CS is a championship series. Is it divisional series? Is DS? Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. Just making sure I'm not blanking. But yeah, th- that's probably going to be the best uh, best matchup of the divisional series. Oh, easily. It should be the freaking CS, but you know. No, you're right. Seed. You're right. That would be and entertaining. I, I'd be pissed if I was the Giants because it's like, oh, wait, we're the one. That's going back to like the wild card bullshit that kind of happens. So- it doesn't happen all the time but like when this happens and you get a wagon of a wild card like the dodgers and you're the number one seed giants and you're facing the second best record in baseball behind yours it's kind of like shit no yeah that is kind of that is just bad draw the cards i guess i would much rather play the brewers or the braves than the dodgers i would i the brewers actually are even though they're a two seed i think they're still being underlooked they're really good they're yeah. good they're good no, i think i think they'll beat the braves probably in like six like or maybe even five that's well the ds is best of five so oh my god i'm retarded <laughs> yeah. you're gonna sweep them then fuck it yeah see i'm not a baseball yeah. guy i'm just here making yeah. bold predictions there you go but yeah Damn, no, it's, it's been a while since i've been involved in baseball it feels good though to to feels like kind of nah. Playoff baseball, playoff baseball is the shit. Like some of my best moments as a fan have definitely been playoff baseball. Some of my lowest moments though as a Ranger fan have been playoff baseball. Well, besides the World Series, but some <laughs> of my best, like uh, Nelson Cruz hitting. That's true though. You're right. Other than that, the walk off grand slam against the Tigers in the ALDS. I was there. Um, That's pretty sick. That was awesome. So like, yeah, like it can bring your best and worst moments as a fan, for sure. So. We took in my class today. We took a quiz. It wasn't like a real quiz. It was like everybody was yelling answers at the board. It was Chip's class, but it was uh, we were naming the all-time playoff home run leaders, and I knew like three of the name. Like I could like name like three of the people that I thought would be on there, and they were. But then other than that, I just felt, I just felt so stupid. I don't know. I was like, damn. Was Bonds need- on there? Bonds? No, actually. Really? Okay. So I don't know if the list didn't account for. Uh, I don't know. They may have taken steroids into account. Doubt yeah, it, though. They usually, but they usually don't with shit like that. Like, Chipper Jones was on there, I remember. Okay. But it was, like, updated, too. It was, like, from only, like, a certain point, I think. I forget. But regardless, I need to study up on baseball history. It's awesome. It's a whole thing, though. There's so much. There's so much. Yeah. History. And the whole era of everybody playing against mailmen and shit. I feel like every sport, though, has that era where just, like, the competition is so poor. Yeah. Because, like, you know, everybody makes the joke of mailmen in baseball. Like, they were playing mailmen. But, like, soccer, too, over in Europe, they have the joke of, oh, you're playing against farmers or you're playing against mill workers. Like, so I think it's kind of funny just how it works out like that. But other matchup, wild card game, Yankees, Red Sox. Did you watch this one? Yeah, I did. I watched the, the, like, the last couple innings that we got to see after our episode Tuesday. Yeah, me too. I could turn it on right after it. So that was kick-ass. Fenway is like the most kick-ass place in sports. Um, to see it rocking is always cool. I'm sure the Yankees players disagreed, though. 
Yeah. Speaking oh, yeah. of no, but speaking of uh, dude, I thought I really wish we got to see it unfold because it was during our podcast episode on Tuesday. But bro, Garrett Cole is an embarrassment to the franchise, dude. Yeah. How is he gonna show his face in New York after that? Three innings. Not even like a full three innings. He basically took himself out in the middle of the third inning after giving up three runs. My man has a three hundred million dollar contract, bro. Yeah, you can't, you gotta, you, you, you just gotta do better than that. You literally, you there's just no excuse. You have to do better. Yeah. Even if you give up three runs, like two of them were in the first inning too, which is kind of unheard of. But I don't know. Ever since uh, the sticky stuff went away. Maybe Garrett Cole's not Garrett Cole anymore. Spider sack, man. Dude, Spider-Sack. he's a I hate him, bro. He's a pussy. First all the cheating shit, now this, dude. Well, the cheating stuff with uh, Oh, wait, you're talking about the spider tag. Yeah. Yeah, the Astros pitchers, they didn't necessarily do the sign stealing themselves, but uh, I guess they were doing their own form of cheating cuz Garrett Cole was probably was definitely using spider tag as soon as he got <laughs> to the Astros. Exactly, dude. Fuck that guy. There was a clip too of uh Red Sox fans heckling him in the uh like the bullpen before um before the game started. He was warming up and the every pitch he threw, they were like, That's a ball every time, Cole. That's a ball. What are you doing, Garrett? And like he just has the dead face. Like I feel like as an athlete though, that shit, you're probably just so used to it. It probably actually doesn't affect you though. Like everybody wants to be a hard ass and say it doesn't affect you, but I feel like at a certain point you get over it. I will say, as a as all the, like the sports different sports events I've been to, baseball has some of the best and funniest heckling I've ever heard. No, oh, yeah, I love like the um, people in the outfield. They'll be like, "Hey, right hand for tits, left hand for ass." Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And then they um, just suddenly raise it. I think the best one I ever heard was somebody goes, they were trolling the first baseman on the Angels at the Rangers game. And then he just goes, hey, nice ass. <laughs> I've been to a, like college start, baseball. Yeah. Co- college baseball even. They'll be heckling. Like I was at a TCU uh, College World Series home game one time. And everybody in the outfield, they were just talking to the – and they like looked up the outfielder's name and everything. I think it was like Chris something. So they just kept being like, hey, Chris. Your sunglasses are upside down, dumbass. Like, just the most pointless shit ever, trying to throw him off. And then he was 0 for 3 on the game. And then people would be like, Chris, I just want to let you know you're doing absolutely nothing to help your team win right now. (laughs) Shit's so funny, bro. That's what makes baseball kick ass, stuff like that. It is unique, yeah. I mean, and also, like, you know, the traditionalist old heads that are just so stubborn. They make baseball unique, too, I feel like. Yeah, that's definitely – I mean, there is still some of that in football too. Um, like if you think about like the Vic Fangio situation this past yeah. week with the 100-yard game. But like, yeah, it's definitely the most pre- present in baseball. But um, on to baseball. We still have – football season still in full swing. Um, and we have our fantasy matchup. So, oh, hell yeah, we do. How are we feeling? Here, let's pull it up. I'll – uh. I'll get the screen up real quick with our GTT Sports Podcast League team. Oh, there we go. All right, I got to zoom in a little bit so we can see it better. So if y'all remember from our episodes last week, we had a big matchup against uh, – here, wait, let me 
see if I can pull it up. Let's go to week five. We had a big matchup against our friend Zach Rieger with betting on the rocks on the GTD network. At first, we were given a 33% chance to win, but we overcame our projection by 20 points and got a crucial, crucial dub. That was huge. Yeah, I couldn't have asked for a better performance. At first, I was like, we're fucked. And then oh, dude, all of a sudden... I, there's, there's a moment in time where I was very... I thought the situation was very dire. Like, I thought the door was shut on our team for a minute. Oh, there. like, literally at the beginning of last week, after, like, the first quarter, I was like, we're fucked. And then all of a sudden, in the span of, like, a minute, Corey Davis gets a touchdown, and, and like everybody just starts getting, like, 10 points. Boom, 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 boom. Yeah, like, four players on our team just got a touchdown. Kenny Galladay decided to show up. Dude, yeah. All right, let's see our matchup this week. We're playing Beerly Sports. They are currently one and three. Um, yeah. Wait, do they even have a full? Oh, shit, bro. Their RB2 is Miles Gaskin. Oh, wait, they have Calvin Ridley, so... That makes sense. I was about to say, their projection is oddly low. So they'll probably sub out Calvin Ridley, and I assume they'll replace him with Robbie Anderson, which is what they should do. But I'm feeling pretty confident about this matchup. Yeah, we'll see. Cordero uh, Patterson is projected 16 points. Holy shit, dude. Yeah, that's nice. That's nice. Bro, actually, now that you're here, I want to actually I want to ask you about this trade I made in another fantasy league. The one that you sent me? Yeah, the Jonathan Taylor one. Yeah, that was a good call. Oh, yeah, yeah, I already sent it to you. I already talked to you about it. All right, bet, bet. Oh, wait, shit, wrong league. I'm in too many leagues, damn it. But no, I feel really good. Kyler Murray against San Francisco, he's going to put up points no matter who he plays. I want Nick Chubb to show more production, dude. Bro, he's getting a good rushing yards. He had 100 last week, but he just does nothing else. He gets no touchdowns, no receptions, and they keep giving goal line carries to Kareem Hunt. Like, what the fuck is that? That'll change. He'll, he'll, I, it he'll should, I hope. But It'll change. It's the pendulum, dude. That's the thing about with Nick Chubb. In, in hindsight, I wish I pushed harder for, for us to draft Eckler, but I'm still chill with Chubb. Yeah, honestly, that would have been, but still at five though, that might have been a reach. But I drafted him at five in my other league, and I do not. It's worked it out. At all. Yeah, yeah, I'd rather. Oh, yeah. Have, honestly, I'd rather have Chubb than I'd rather have Eckler than Chubb. Dude, but right now with Cordero Patterson RB two, I'm actually feeling quite comfortable with that. I will say Josh Jacobs though is projected thirteen. We might think about subbing him out. I don't know though. Kenny Galladay, well, that should be a shootout against Dallas. Yeah, our secondary, honestly, like even though. We've been giving up a lot of points. Like DJ Moore went the fuck off last week. Um, who else went off against us the week before? Um, no, nobody went off against us in, in the Eagles game. Oh, Keenan, or I'm pretty sure Mike Williams went off against us. And then, oh, Mike Williams has been going off this year. Yeah, oh, we might want to pick up a defense. Baltimore. Let's um, see what there is. Who's available? Vikings against Detroit. Panthers. I like the Panthers against Philly. Actually, that should be a low-scoring game. I don't. I don't know if I. See, because I think the Vikings might or the Lions might actually pull some out of their ass. Can we? Can we put Gronk on the IR? We should be able to. Yes. Oh no! I think you got to change. I don't think he's out. He's listed as doubtful right now. If he was listed oh. as out, we should be able to, but yeah. So annoying because I see so many other people do it. We can put Will Fuller on there. Oh, we can? Yeah, he's IR. Oh, of course. 
And then we can add somebody. Yeah, let's just add. Um, hmm. They're facing oh, Detroit. Detroit's good for a couple fumbles. Oh, wait, we got comments. I missed it. It says, I will say I was more right than wrong last night. Yes, the Cardinals lost, but it was not a blowout like many expected. And I did say the Cardinals would play the Dodgers tough, and they did that. Yeah, no, they definitely played them tough. Yeah, uh, so, so I'm, I'm sorry to sports fans out there, but I cannot ever say the Cardinals should not be taken seriously. Last night proved to me yet again how dangerous they are. Yeah, no, they, they were legit. I mean, they put on a hell of a run. They were dangerous as ever for anybody. I mean, half, half the battle with playoffs is about being hot, but – Anyway, back to fantasy. Who are you thinking we should add? Yeah, probably Minnesota since they're playing Detroit. Probably. They're probably yeah. good for a couple turnovers. Yeah, we'll add them. All righty. Yo, that nah, comment's but... kind of whack. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, okay, dude, thank you for uh, putting your apology on our show. <laughs> I mean, I agree, though. The Cardinals were uh, more dangerous than people gave them credit for. Oh, fuck me, dude. We got Kamara going against Washington. He's going to torch us. Probably, but he also has Gaskin. It is, dude. George Kittle, where, how has he been? Dude, tight in 15? Wow. Yeah, great. I was about to say, I knew he's been underperforming this year, but damn. Also, bro, Young Hui has got to start doing better, all right? We drafted him, what, yeah, bro. 11th round, and he's the 23rd kicker? Come on, Young Hui. I know it's not your fault. Nah, he'll 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 it'll it'll come. It'll come. He hasn't missed a single kick all year. It'll come. Just it's okay. We got this. If you build it, he will come. Yeah. Sigh, sigh. All right now, but I'm feeling good about our fantasy matchup. Three and two is on the way. You heard it here first. Uh actually, let's check the standings right now. Can we go to that? League standings. Um I might be stupid. Where do I find that? Oh, it's scroll down. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Sorry, I forgot how to use sleeper for a second. So, okay. Oh, right now we're waiver wire two after this week, so that's pretty good. But thank God. Okay, let's look at the points for and points allowed. Is that on here? I guess it's just with all this. So, points allowed, bro. I think we've had the most scored on us. No, we've had the second most scored on us. That's bullshit. Yeah. And we're two and two. And we're two and two. Yeah, hell yeah. We're so kind of like we're one of the top three actually for uh yeah, we're top three for points four. Oh, top four actually. Fancock's just ahead top of us. Four. Um yeah, no, I think we're a playoff team. Oh, for sure. It's a six team playoff, right? Yeah. Okay, yeah, we're for sure a playoff team, dude. And by playoff team, I mean championship team. Fuck it. For sure. <laughs> Did you say sure or for sure? For sure. Okay, yeah. I was about to say, come on, bro. We gotta have some confidence. Nah, I do. All right. Nah, uh, all right. Let's see. Let's hit some Taylor Fade. Taylor Fade. Before we do, uh, how do you feel about this Thursday night football matchup? Oh yeah, shit, dude. Rams. Uh, I like the Rams. Yeah, I was about to say I like the Rams spread uh, minus two and a half. I will say it might be a trap because like eighty percent of the public is betting on the Rams right now, so that kind of terrifies me. Mm-hmm. But I, at the same time. I'm really high on the Rams, and I think they're going to win the game, especially in prime time. Yeah, I don't know. Thursday night football matchups. Thursday night football and divisional matchup. It's fucky. I, I yeah, I'd rather just sit back and watch it. Maybe bet I, the over. 
I was just about to say, I think I like the over. I, I did pick the over on my card. It's over 53 and a half, or that's what it was. Yeah, it stayed at that. So I actually do like that between the Rams and Seahawks. I'd I think the over will hit. That. Yeah, plus really it's more fun to root for points anyway. Yeah. <laughs> As always. Life's too short to bet the under. 100%. But all right. So let's hit this Taylor Fade. All right, bet. If y'all are unfamiliar with Taylor Fade, this is our segment, how we end every Thursday episode. Elijah and I give our top five best bets in college football and the NFL. And whenever I give my picks, Elijah is going to respond, whether he's tailing and agreeing with my picks or fading and picking the opposite. And we tally up all of our records, yada, yada, yada. Let's get into college football. So my picks, I'm going with Georgia Tech minus four at Duke. I think this is a very small spread. Duke is a bad football team. So give me the yellow jackets. Yeah, I'm going to tail. Duke does suck. Um, also, too, our record last week, you went four and six. I went five and five. Okay, I knew I didn't have as good of a week. Yeah. That last week was tough, bro. It was, bro. It was last really tough, was tough. I feel better about this week for sure. Yeah, me too. All right, next up, I got Iowa minus 130 versus Penn State. This is going to be a hell of a matchup, top five matchup. Like we, we've talked about, the Big Ten is going to be one of the most entertaining conferences to watch. This was a kind of a tough game, but for me, I think the fact that Penn State really only beat Auburn by one possession at home and Auburn has struggled against inferior opponents maybe was a – red flag for me because Iowa proved their worth against Maryland. Like they were, they were on upset watch. A lot of people thought Maryland could pull it off, but they shut that down hard. Yeah. I'm going to tail <laughs> as well. Um, and it's at Iowa, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. That makes it. Yeah. I'm going to tail. I think that while um, the Penn state quarterback Clifford is yeah. better I don't think it's by a big stretch. I don't think he's really all that. Yeah, great. Clifford's all right. He's okay. Yeah, he's he's all right. You mm-hmm. know, Patris is bad, but like when I, as far as the team, yeah, I'm gonna go with Iowa. Yeah, especially at home too. That if it was in Happy Valley, that would I may have picked opposite, but yeah, I like Iowa money line too. All right, next up, I've been riding with the Wolverines. They proved me right last week with a 21 point win over Wisconsin. So give me Michigan minus three and a half on the road at Nebraska, which I'm mind ready. you, Nebraska is five and zero against the spread. But uh, it's got to end here. Fuck it. Five and zero since week zero. Yeah. Okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna tail. Um, three and a half is just. That's uh, a small spread. Yeah, that's 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 too much. Sorry, Nebraska. I don't think so. I think that Rutgers game actually helped because now this line is like that because of the Rutgers game, I feel like. You know, Mm -hmm. how they only won by seven. Mm. All right, anyway, next up, this is a system play. Um, This is part of a system that has a 61% win percentage over the last decade. Uh, It is where it has a large uh, spread over 14 points and a low over-under. The over-under is set at 42 in this game, but the spread is 19.5. So give me New Mexico, the Lobos, plus 19.5 at San Diego State. I'm going to have to tail, too. You got me with the system. <laughs> I convinced you. Yeah, it is. Yeah, I like the system you. play. And because also San Diego State plays such a slow pace, ground and pound, that they, uh, they're they probably not going to win by a lot, even if they win comfortably. Mm-hmm. 
So, and that brings me to my last college football pick. I'm going LSU at Kentucky under 51. I think this is a winner. Kentucky is a defensive-minded football team. They've exceeded all expectations. I think it's going to be a dogfight because even though they beat Florida, they're really not that much better than LSU, I don't think. So this will be a close game. Uh, I'm going to fade. All right. Um, I think that uh, I think this could go over. I knew I probably I expected you to pick at least one fade mm-hmm. by the end. I was going to say there's four tails in a row there. Yeah. Okay. So for me, I got Stanford plus 13 and a half at ASU. They just upset Oregon last week. ASU um, is good, but they're not that good to get 13 and a half points. I'm going to tail. I almost put this one in my card. I agree 100%. Yeah. It's a very uh, big spread. Baylor minus two and a half against West Virginia. West Virginia lost to Texas Tech last week. I think that that means that they're probably really, really awful. I'm going to fade, actually. I think West Virginia wins this game. Okay. I think that that Tech game was fluky as fuck. I don't know. But maybe I'm just a Baylor hater because I still don't believe in them. I don't believe in them either, but West Virginia isn't that good. You're, You're right. They're not as good as they should be. Um. Then I got UT plus three and a half versus OU at the Red River Red River Rivalry. That that, that talk. See, bro, I don't know because I actually do think Texas might win it this year. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna tail. Yeah, that's tough though. That is really hard. I think that's gonna be. It's always the game to watch, but that is by far gonna be. You have to watch that game this weekend. It's gonna be crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I got matchup of the century, UConn at UMass. I got UConn minus four. Dude, and I want to go to this game. <laughs> 0-5, the 0-4. Two Dude. of the worst programs in college football right now. Actually, fuck the UTOU game. This game is much watch TV. <laughs> you have to watch this game. I'll be watching it. I, I like the over better in this game because they still put up points regardless of getting blown out. Uh, but... That's t- I think UConn is probably the better team, so I'm going to tail. Okay, and then last, I got BYU minus six over Boise State. BYU at home. BYU's at home? Yeah, and they blew out Boise State last year in Boise. See, I like this one, but like 80% of the public is on it. Oh, and that, that kind of scared – you know what? Fuck it. I'm going to fade. Fuck it. Okay. I think, right. I think BYU wins the game regardless, but Boise's no been playing a lot of – two, Boise's two and three, but all of their losses have been close. All right, on to the NFL. I'm up first. This one was kind of tough because I feel like it might be a Vegas trap. I feel like the Panthers should be favored by more. But regardless, I'm going with Panthers minus three versus the Eagles. Yeah, this one scares me. I'm gonna fade. A lot of a lot of experts are with the Eagles. Yeah, it just feels like a rat. Exactly. That's what I'm nervous about, but I feel like it might be one of those rats that I regret because I'm like, God damn it, why didn't I just I knew the Panthers would win? You know? I don't know. Mm. One of those feelings. But next up, I'm going with the Detroit Lions plus 10 at the Vikings. I think the Vikings win the game, but Lions will have a crazy second half backdoor cover as they always do. 10 points is a lot of points in the NFL. I'm going to fade again. Interesting. All right. The Lions have let me down with their bigger spreads. You're right. You're right. They did let me down against the uh, the Bears. All right. Next up, 
Saints at Washington football team over 43.5. Washington's defense, I think the odds makers are still acting as if Washington's defense is really good. All of their over-unders have been set low, and they've broken them by like double digits. So I like the over. Originally, I took the under on Washington last time, I remember, but that fucked me over. So This is interesting because the Saints also have a decent defense. Um, Jameis has not been exactly their offense hasn't exactly been putting up numbers. Um, I had the over in the Saints Giants game, so thank God for uh for that overtime. You know what? I'm I'm gonna tail. All right, bet, bet. I like it. I think it's a winner. I mean, obviously, I wouldn't have picked it otherwise. But yeah, I I know you're gonna like this one. I think the Giants cover the full game spread of six and a half, but. I think the Cowboys get out to a strong start and they cover minus four for the first half against the Giants at home. Okay, yeah. Honest, when this spread first opened up, plus eight, I honestly kind of liked the Giants plus eight. Not that I was going to bet on it either way. Um, but minus four first half. God. I want to fade, but I can't. I have to tail. I think, yeah, I think you got to. Four is not – I think that even if it pushes, it might be a push. Yeah. All right, and my last one, this one was simply uh, kind of a, a Vegas gimmick pick. I think the Cardinals are obviously the better team, but they're due for some weird shit to happen to them instead of them pulling off the weird shit. So I'm going with 49ers plus four at the Cardinals. Yeah, I'm definitely tailing that 100%. I actually have that in my picks. I didn't see that you had that um, for you. Uh Damn. But yeah. No, that's good. That's just an automatic tail. <laughs> yep. Here. Unless you want to add one more last second yeah, pick. I'm going to add. I'm going to do that. Let me look at the um, – we'll get to that in a second though. All right, so Bills Chiefs over 56 and a half. Uh, I don't – I almost went with Bills money line, but then I saw Chiefs at home, and then I got a little scared, but I thought Chiefs defense is absolutely dog shit. Bills defense is good, but they've been beating up on lesser opponents, and the Chiefs can just score at will. Matter who they play. Yeah. So and also to Sunday night football. I just don't think that this would be a game. This just seems like a fun game to bet the over and nothing else. Um just kind of sit back, relax, and watch some points between two of the best offenses. See, I think you're right, but for some reason I feel like this is gonna be one of those games where like everybody's expecting a high scoring game that's gonna end up being like 17 to 14. Mm-hmm. I don't know though. I feel like you're gonna be right, but I'm still gonna fade. Okay, that's inter- that's. I mean, hey, that's that's a that's your call, man. I'm a loser, bro. I'm taking the under. Fuck right. it. Um, Packers minus two and a half at Cincy. I don't think I need to explain that. Fuck you, bro. Why are you making me do this? Uh, uh, dude. Okay, I think Vegas would not have set us as only a two and a half point underdog if they didn't legitimately see that we had a shot of an upset. And we're the home team, but we've okay. Yeah, I'm gonna tail. I think the Packers are gonna win the game. Uh, even as a Bengals fan, I hope we compete, but I wouldn't be surprised if we ended up losing by like 20 points. So mm-hmm. I'm gonna tail, sadly. Okay. Uh Steelers in a pick'em versus the Broncos. I think Teddy Bridgewater is I don't I can't remember. He had a concussion, so he might be out. This week. I think he is out. Yeah, and a lot of people have been siding with the Steelers. Fuck, dude. That's another hard one, bro. You picked all the ones I was avoiding. Damn it. Um, 
Shit. I'm going to – are the Steelers the home team? Yes. Teddy – okay, hold on. I need, to, I need to look this up. Hold on. Is Teddy Bridgewater playing this weekend? Let's see. Could start against Steelers. All right, if he has a chance, fuck it. I'm fading, bro. Fuck the Steelers. There's a chance he plays. That's good. I'm glad you're fading these picks because I feel really confident. <laughs> you want me to lose? Wow, bro. Yeah, I want to I want to have a better record. <laughs> <laughs> Not fair enough. Okay. Um, next one up. So it said um, New England minus seven and a half on tally site. But then it also had them at minus nine on ESPN. So I don't know where this line's at, but New England spread whatever it may be um, at Houston. Bill Belichick versus Davis Mills. I'm gonna I'm gonna tail. Yeah, I think they'll probably blow him. This is gonna be a really good game for uh, Mac Jones to show is what he's worth. You know. Yeah, for sure. And then last but not least, my uh, substitute pick. I got Atlanta minus two and a half versus the New York Jets at home. I'm going to tail. I think, yeah, the Jets got a fluke win. Falcons are dog shit, but the Jets are still the – I don't know, actually. It's between the Jets and the Jags is the worst team in football, but I would probably give it to the Jets still. So I'm going to tail that. I think Falcons get going to win, especially at home in the Mercedes-Benz Dome. For sure, for sure. Cordell Patterson's going to have himself a nice day. Dude, I'm scared, bro. I traded him away in that one league. He's going to start dropping like 30, bro, and I'm just going to – uh, but I also traded with the the zero and four last place team in the league, so like I won't feel that bad if because he needs a running back like desperately. So I'll honestly feel like a saint, you know. Yeah, I feel like I did my duty. Good deeds. But also, I got Jonathan Taylor, so that's uh, that's good with me too. I hope shit. Fucking who knows? All right, well that's gonna do it for our Thursday episode. We appreciate all those that tuned in. If you're still watching to the end, thank you as always. Got a great Thursday night football matchup tonight. Got a lot of good college football games we just covered in some of our picks. So whether you tail or fade our picks, best of luck to you on this weekend of football. And we'll be back on Tuesday with another episode at 8 o'clock live on Twitch and YouTube. Elijah, any uh, last remarks? No, uh, good Cowboys, I guess. I don't know. I'm excited. We're <laughs> fucking you. winning the Super Bowl. So. Oh, whatever, bro. Whatever. <laughs> now we got to end it. Now we got to yeah. end it. Yeah. All right, see y'all on Tuesday. Thank y'all.